This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in. Over here. With a friend. And found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. You are watching and listening to Chris and Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube. And your favorite podcasts. Lester Till I Die TV. Your first choice for everything Lester City. Tune in and join in now. Hi, everybody. Jerry Taggart here. Now, be sure to watch Chris and Lester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on, you foxes! Are you ready? I'm saying, are you ready? Hello?
Good evening, fellow Fox fans. How the devil are you? Welcome along. It's been ages. It's been absolutely ages. Welcome along. Uh, and I promise tonight, well, I'm going to try and promise not to mention or talk about the AR. But honestly, for those of you that have been watching uh, the last few, or the shows for this week, I don't know that this has got anything to do with this at all, but I've just logged on to Twitter and you know at the side it says you might like and it's given me victor meldrew do you think that's personal <laughs> could, could, could be this week could be hey i'm chris good evening how the devil are you you're watching lester till i die tv we are on facebook uh at lester till i die the group on twitter at Lester TID. And if you're watching on YouTube, and if you're not, please try and get over onto YouTube and give us a subscribe and press that subscribe and smash the likes button. We are on Lester Till I Die TV. Um, still happy about Millwall? Nice to get back to winning ways, wasn't it? Maybe, just maybe, Brendan will have made learnt one or two things from that game. We can but hope. But um, we've got this tomorrow. Now, before we start, um, Craig, I can see what the audience can't see, which is you in the green room. What what were you just doing? It looked like you were doing the Krypton Factor in the background there. I was. Yeah, I was doing a little climb around. I was opening the window because it, it gets a bit hot in here. When uh, I, I know it looks like there's no lights. It looks a little bit dark. <laughs> but there's yes. lights. Uh, they ha seem to have a life of their own, as you could see then. Sometimes they go bright or whatever. So I was yeah. adjusting the lights, opening the window, settling in, and then doing my favourite hobby, uh, which is for the first five minutes of every show, looking behind you and seeing what I can work out that's new because that your, your Leicester City Christmas gift shop seems to be <laughs> overflowing <laughs> with produce. I, I, I am turning into the diddly squat um, <laughs> shopper. No, I have a shelf now, as you can I see. Yes. Yeah, I'm very impressed. Yes, which um, uh, 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 came free of charge. Yesterday, it nearly changed the studios. I had, I had a table come round. I was mm. buying one on Facebook Marketplace, and they brought it round, spent an hour trying to put it together, realised they had to go and get a piece they'd left at home, came back, Realised I hadn't got two screws, so they couldn't screw it in properly with, with the Allen keys and what have you. It ended up taking it away, and I had to put the table that I've got now that I'd taken the bits back together again. So, hey, it was all fun here in Diddly Squatland. Well, there's there's <laughs> there's more stuff on that uh, shelving unit than I saw on Sainsbury's shelves at the start of the lockdown. Well, <laughs> just come to me. You want to you want to see my drawers? You open them; they're full of toilet rolls. Yeah, I don't <laughs> want to see your drawers, Chris. Now, it's funny you should start on that because I do feel that it's only fair, um, mm -hmm. not saying just because you're on here, that we, we do have to give a warning out. Warning, the following video contains explicit language which may be offensive to some viewers or inappropriate for children. The content within this video is intended for mature audiences only. Hmm. And that was just for, just for you there, Craig. 
I think uh, I think that's the only time that the word mature uh, will be used <laughs> in any reference to us. I I did wonder about that actually. I did. Mm. <laughs> I may have to uh, get the wording changed on that. Yeah. But, uh, uh, I, I I I recall many things. I was thinking of the Chuckle Brothers. So to me, to you, to me, to you. <laughs> you just TM. compare me to another dead person. That's all you're doing. <laughs> can i say it's the gray hair uh tm good evening to you thanks evening, for joining us how the devil are you daniel <laughs> my two favorite <laughs> how are you uh, if anybody wants uh, well let me just say if anybody's got an evening where they've got nothing planned get on over to turf morehouse tv and look at the lester burnley preview which we did last night which usually is about 30 40 minutes we're on for two and a half hours and about five minutes of those, we actually thought football. But uh, mm. Dan Daniel, all I can say is, mm. hello, Mrs. Riley. <laughs> pass my pass my bis where West wishes on to your mother, Daniel. <laughs> that's uh, I mean, that's that's high praise indeed, there, Chris. You know, just starting that with, if you've got nothing else to do. <laughs> yes. it, we did. Or you, you think we go off topic? <laughs> <laughs> that yeah. was like that. That wasn't a small diversion. That was going to the Isle of Wight when you're heading up to Edinburgh. That was right. Okay. Uh, Kate, have have Kate will tell you. Kate was there. She had to put up with it all. Good mm. evening, Kate. Thanks for joining okay. us, JJ. <laughs> JJ. Good evening to you. I wonder, Hi, JJ. If, I wonder if that is the JJ. Do you think? We well, better just in case. How's the injury coming along? <laughs> well, uh, for for people of a certain age, JJ is Julian Jochim. Of course, of course it was. Yes, I'm not of a certain age. You see, I am no, just, sort of, not, you know, no. I'm not mature and I'm not young. And you know, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what can I say? Yeah, right. Fill in the blanks, viewers. Yeah. <laughs> Dan says, uh, "Of course, I've got now else to do." <laughs> oh, it starts! It starts. I should just say, as well as welcome along to um, Facebook, um, sorry, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter viewers. We will all say good evening to anybody that's listening to this post show on podcast, um, which we're up to over eight and a half thousand listens on. So I'm really, really pleased. Wow. With how uh, how that is going, uh, and you can, you can see there we're available on Google, Amazon, Apple, iTunes, uh, Anchor, Spotify, and Podcast Addict, just hidden at the bottom mm -hmm. there. Uh, and that was all down to you there, Craig, who uh, who, who mentioned podcasts uh, at the start. Did. You're welcome. Yes. Thanks yeah. for everyone who's listened. Yeah, and, only because you never you didn't want to see me. That was all it was. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to do with hey. it at all. And uh, I'll be interested uh, if um, Dan carries on watching to for his views on my uh, one to watch from the Burnley squad when we get onto that. I think without giving anything away, having actually spoken football for five minutes in yesterday's show, mm. he might be. He might well think you've uh, you've, you've you've chosen a good one there, right. JJ. Unfortunately, not the real one. No, I li I live in hope. I live in a. If you want to talk about real players, though, Tuesday nine o'clock, tune in for the new and exclusive show on Leicester Till I Die TV. X on the pitch. See what I did there, eh? Um, <laughs> myself and uh, Julian, another Julian, Julian Watts there, nine o'clock on Tuesday nights, and we're looking back at the past week of uh, Leicester City and all things football and having a chat 
with 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 an expert. Not that you're not an expert, Craig, but um, no, none, uh, none taken, Chris, none taken. No. <laughs> but you are my, you are my wise old owl. Thank you very much. As uh, I'll I'll take oh, that faint praise as well. You're full of it tonight. Is it, is it sage or owl? I mean, it's one of them, isn't it? You know. Um, I'm happy with either. I think sage was an owl in. Uh, in that TV show, Hector, uh, not Hector's house, the uh, the herb garden, the herbs. <laughs> uh, the owl, the owl was called Sage. <laughs> Let's not go on the TV no. programs. So well, you know, I'll only bring well, the though, fashion blade up. Having again. said that, now you know, you do remind me a little bit of uh, Constable Napweed. Okay, I'll, I'll let me yeah, write you that, Google that later. <laughs> Captain what? <laughs> I think it was Captain Knapweed or there was Bayleaf the Gardener. You, you take your pick. <laughs> oh, you know, I, oh, I'm not going to get these aren't sort of like Swedish X rated movies, are <laughs> Do you not just make it? was a very prime time kids' TV, this was back in the day. The back herbs. in the day. Black and white. The dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really should have gone to school. <laughs> we'll get onto the flower pot men in a minute. Uh, no. <clears throat> Bill, Bill turned around to Ben and went slobber, lobber, 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 lob. And Ben says, Should I be pissed? <laughs> I've been on this show on numerous occasions, uh, Chris, where you've squirmed in your chair and I thought you've done a little weed. <laughs> oh, you can smell it from there, can you? <laughs> anyway, I put that Hi. warning back up. <laughs> Hi lads, you can talk fast. Only got ten pence left in the electric meter. <laughs> hey, we're not going on the two and a half hours that we went on with Dan last night. Hopefully, that was. Uh, I must admit, I don't think I've ever laughed so much at a show as I did last night. And just for you, I'll bring that up into the corner yes. there. There, there you go. There you go. Hey, in the midst of all this, though, we have got a football match breaking out um, uh, tomorrow. Yes. It is Leicester City versus, sorry, Dan, uh, almost bottom of the table, Burnley, uh, at the King Power Stadium tomorrow. It's a, it's a Saturday, 3 o'clock kickoff. And um, the match is not televised live. It's not on national radio. So if you want to listen to it, it's if you're in the, if you're in the county of Leicester, BBC Radio Leicester, or if you fancy something a little bit different, or you're outside of uh, of the of the county of Leicestershire, you can pick it up free of charge on lcfc.com forward slash radio. Um, Craig, would you describe this as a must win? Um, what for Burnley and their relegation hopes? Um... <laughs> I was thinking for us, but <laughs> I think it is definitely for them. But uh, but for us, um, would you say? I think more. Not from a, it's early days, so not from mm. a points total. You know, I'm pretty confident, but I think for um, confidence and, and belief in what we're doing um, is is right. You know, we've done this for a few years now. What's worrying to me is the sort of slow start that we seem to have to every game. You know, we either go a goal mm. behind or we wait till we get in at half time and things are changed. We this slow start is a little bit of a worry uh, for us. So I think more, not necessarily a must win, but it's not far off, I would say, Chris. I mean, yeah, do you think, uh, and in answer to in answer to your question there, Terry, wizard and chips for me, um, this time last season, 
I think we were sat in fifth. The season before we were sat in fourth, and we've had a couple of seasons where we've been in that top bracket, if you like, for as we all know, virtually every week apart from the last last week of the season, which is the the one that counts. Um, do you think it is um, going to be better this year that we're kind of coming up from behind rather than looking over our shoulders and worrying about dropping out? This time it's up to us to catch, you know, because I think the top yeah. four. Well, probably the Brighton's there, but mm. is it going to be different? I think it's a different kind of pressure, isn't it? Because mm. uh, in many ways, we would probably put the pressure on ourselves from the off last season uh, and the season before with us being top four. I think last season particularly, top four all the way until the last game. Yeah. Um, so that's a different kind of pressure. Now it's it's can we work our way? Is it? It's almost like being at the back of the field during the Grand National and you've got to slowly work your way through. Um, mm. uh, but trust in, trust in what you're doing. Trust the horse under you, as it were. We've got to trust the players. We've got to trust the manager that over the course of the season, <coughs> excuse me, that they'll get the job done. You know, we're in a lot of competitions, which sort of adds to it a little bit. So if we get further into those competitions, and the top six is looking like it may be a stretch, then it'll be interesting to see if we start to. Um, uh, do preferential treatment on certain competitions, but I think we're not we're not far away. I think it's frustrating that we've seen in patches that we can play really well. Um, I mean, the goal we scored against Brighton was was fantastic goal. Um, that one touch football, it's in there. That the one that it's was allowed just, was it? That was the one that was allowed. Yeah, um, but from we just it's it's taking too long for us to get into our striding games. And, mm. you know, it's almost like, um, you know, we're, we're, we're playing football almost like Muhammad Ali, you know, who will just sort of dart around the, the ring, just keeping, uh, trying to keep his opponent at arm's length, tie themselves out and then come in with a knockout blow, which is fine. Yeah. But as long as they don't land a couple on you first and at the minute, that's oh, what we're doing. And we're giving ourselves I catch this, Yeah, I said this to, uh, to Dan on last night's show is that, we probably need to hit them very quickly and get an early goal because of the situation yeah. they're in. And like you say, it's probably more important for them to try and get something from tomorrow's game. I mean, yeah. he admitted he, he would take a point uh, a point last night. Mm -hmm. um, so if we can get that early goal, not their confidence, yeah. they've then got to come at us. I think it could be quite a bit of a cricket score tomorrow. But, you know, this is Sean Dyche's Burnley. If they mm. get that old early goal against us, we could find it really, really hard yeah. to 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 um to to sort of mm. get back in the game. Yeah, I, although I think in recent games, particularly I think the one last year, I think we, we went behind um to um a Chris Wood header that would obviously have been ruled off uh, if it was any of our players. Um <laughs> but but we can manage to come back in that game. Um, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. You know, they set themselves up. I don't think any Burnley fan um, or Burnley player should be ashamed of it. And, and it annoys me a little bit when Burnley gets sort of tagged with this um, long ball brush, as it were. Um, they play to the strengths of the players they've got. <laughs> thanks, Terry. Yeah, uh, I I'd no... forgotten actually as well, Terry. So thanks very much as well. <laughs> yeah, I've got them in this week. Um, but yeah, I mean, Burnley play to their strengths and, you know, mm. it's not all just long ball stuff, but if that's your, 
where your strength is, you know, keep the ball away from your own goal and, and build from there, mm. then then fair play to them. Um, yeah. They're not, you know, I think they've improved over the years. Each season, they seem to play a little bit more football and they've been in the in the uh, Premier League a few seasons now. So, fair play to them, but you, you're never going to get an easy game no, uh, against no. Burnley. But if you put them on paper, I'm not sure how many Burnley players would get into the Leicester team. No, and I think as well, um, I, and it always is. It's one of those football sayings. You know, the first goal is very important, but I think it is because of what I, what I said t- yeah. tomorrow. But just looking at Leicester's start, and I guess as a fan, I'm no different to everybody else. The better we do each season, the mm-hmm. better I want us to do. You know, yeah, so you know when when we when we're in the in, in the Premier League under Martin O'Neill, you know, if we finish ninth, tenth, that was great. Where yeah. now, if we don't finish fifth or sixth, mm-hmm. because we we have been doing, I'll be disappointed. But yeah. when I looked at the start that we'd been given this season, mm-hmm. you know, I I guess and I'm following on from the last two seasons that I was hoping for a lot more. I mean, you know, if you look at our our games, we had Wolves, we had West Ham. We had Norwich, we had oh, Manchester City, that was probably was the one given, uh, Brighton and Hove Albion, Burnley, Crystal mm. Palace, all right, then we've got Man United. Yeah. But, you know, looking at that, those first, shall we say, 10 games, I, I would be expected to be where Brighton are now. I think if I was being honest and uh, knowing the teams that how we start and the teams that we played against, I'd have probably been looking for eight points. I could have seen us getting a draw against Wolves like we did last season. I would hope that we got, whereas we got a win, I would hope that we got a point against West Ham away, whereas we got, we got beat. Um, Norwich, I would expect the three points. I think Brighton, I would have expected us to win. So I think that's where the sort of two points worse off than than we actually are at the moment. So the next couple of games are really important. You know, yeah. you've got to be looking at a minimum of, of of four points. You know, you've got to keep yourself in and around it because you don't want the added pressure of looking over your shoulder and, you know, almost, you know, putting yourself back into a position of getting to 40 points. You know, that's that's mm. not where we want to be. No, no. Like, like I say, maybe it's just I'm, I'm expecting too much. Uh, Yank talking smack. Uh, how the devil are you as well, sir? Welcome along. Thanks for joining us from the good old US of A. Um, hope your meeting went well yesterday. JJ's got to signing another striker here. Uh, vibrancy must start tomorrow, <laughs> apparently. Uh, but... JJ, you know, the spell check and the spell check. But how you got from an acho to vibrancy on spell check, I, um, I, I, I can't imagine. I can't imagine. Uh, I say, don't forget the. Um, uh, I think, to be honest, I think I, I think he was talking about the team. We, we need to have a vibrant start to the game. Not, I think we. I think yeah, we definitely. Not, I, I, th- I think, I think that's lose. what he, I think that was the point he was trying to make there, and um, <laughs> and I think that's the that's the, the the issue that we've not we've we, we've just started slowly, you know we've mm. started thinking more about just keeping possession than actually mm. going at the opposition um, and putting them on the back foot, which you know and you, it's really difficult to change the pace of a game, you yeah. know in your head until you go behind and that's what's been happening to us so you know from that early start you've got to go out there with attitude and 
you know, at the minute, it seems like it's a weakness in Brendan that he can't fire the team up. Yeah. Or, or certainly not till the, the, the second yeah. half. I mean, we've, we've played Burnley 12 times in the uh, Premier League. Um, we've, we've Obviously, we, we, we are, well, not obviously, that's been a bit unfair, but we are sort of on top with six wins and through um, compared to Burnley's three. Uh, four of those six have been at home and there's three draws. So, you know, it, it's, it's a game you would probably, no disrespect to Burnley, expect to win. Uh, mm. Last season... Though we 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 got the four two against them at the King Power, and we got the one one in the return leg at Burnley, which is always a, a hard game. Mm-hmm. But um, I just think that say I know it's Burnley, and I'm not being disrespectful, but they are one off the bottom, and you have to look at that. And you know, I I'm. In fairness, I've got it totally wrong about Brighton. I thought they'd be down there again this season and mm. they've had a, a fantastic start. But looking at where Burnley are and looking at some of their results, which we will do in a minute, um, if we don't get something out of tomorrow, I'm not going to say, I'm, don't, you know, I'm not being stupid and saying Brendan's got to go anything like that. Of course he hasn't. Of course he hasn't. But you're going to start looking at his choice because, I mean, we finished last season... As JJ said earlier, you know, with Inacho and Vardy together, which wasn't a Brendan master stroke of picking mm. them, it was purely luck because we had um, Barnes and Madison both out at the same time. Yeah. And he stumbled upon this formation, which, mm. apart from the odd game against Newcastle, etc., we <laughs> kept us probably, you know, in European football. And mm. yet, it's like he said, well, yeah, that was brilliant at the end of last season, but I'm going to use it again. Yeah, and he's got one striker, and that one striker is Jamie Vardy. And mm. we can't say boo against Jamie Vardy because of, of his history. But if he's not getting the service in that single striker role, mm. what's the point of having a single striker? I think this is where Brendan's got to show his, his worth, doesn't he? You know, he's being mm. touted now as a, as a replacement for Barcelona. Yes, I saw um, that. Yes. <laughs> uh, but, you know, yeah, to be honest, he's, it'd probably be an easier job for him because I think he's got a less talented squad in many ways at Barcelona mm. um, than we have. And I think he is finding it hard to find to get the balance and to not upset players, you know. And, and this is this is probably the biggest challenge he's had. And if he's got any um, idea about uh, getting a bigger job, you know, a Man City or something like that, then... He needs to work out how to utilise his squad better. You know, Pep does it all the time. He he rotates players. You know, big names will get left out for a game or two and then they'll come back in. And, and Brenda's got to be ruthless enough to do that. And if it puts a couple of noses out of joint, then then so be it. But he's got to find the balance somehow. And uh, it, it all gone to cock, really, because... He's put Barnes back in, and and that has that has shaken it up a little bit. That seems yeah. to be that he can't find a way to play Barnes and two strikers. But he needs could to he do could he if he dropped Madison? Well, I'm not sure. And, and you know, we're going to look at a team later on. You, mm. you look at the balance of it, and it's always I would say it's predominantly it's always going to be a back four with Wilf. Indeed, he's sitting mm. in the front. Okay, so that gives you. Five. If you're putting two up front, you've got a midfield of three. 
And then where do wingers fit in? You can't play two wingers because you'll isolate one player in behind. Maybe you can. Maybe they just have to play a bit narrower when we haven't got the ball, which I think Lookman could probably do that more than Barnes because I don't think Barnes has that sensibility about tracking back in a a defensive mind. So, uh, you know, it could be that he, he does that, but he plays Perez because he's a bit more of a... He he tracks back a bit more, but then he plays Lookman where Barnes would play. Um, oh, please, please don't. Please, please don't uh, say Chris, that. I'm that sure you weren't word. saying that when he banged the first goal in the other week. <laughs> of course not. I'm a football fan. I'm fickle, yeah. aren't I? Um, maybe, as somebody a lot uh, better than me said, we're going to go back to 4-4 bloody 2. Maybe that's what we need to go to. Yank says there, Bernie could get a goal from a set piece. I, I think you're totally right, which is when we come to score predictions, you'll see what I've gone, which is not too dissimilar to you there, Yank. Andrew Medhurst, good evening. How the devil are you, sir? Uh, will Chris Woods come back and haunt us? Most definitely, he always does. He likes a goal against us. Does Wood? Of course, he hasn't um, scored this season, I don't think. So, uh... yeah. And you, you know, you are. Guys, we always get wood sort of mid-afternoon on a Saturday, don't we? But let's move on. And Andrew <laughs> agrees with me there. 4-4-2 won us the league. Indeed, it did. Um, now, we are going to pick a team later, so th- th- that will be interesting. Um, and I was glad to see that he picked Luckman midweek, as I suggested, mm. and he scored. But, you know, the fact that Brendan listens to me and not you, Craig, is not here. But form going into this game... Um, there we've got Leicester's form, um, two wins in five. Um, like you say, Man City, we, it was a given, I think, really. Mm-hmm. The thing was, though, I think, you know, that, that Man City was probably, and you were there, that was probably our best performance in the Yeah, league. I think our, our two mm-hmm. best performances have been, um, yeah, Man City and uh, and Napoli. You know, and, yeah. and I saw Napoli won again the other week. They've, they've won all five in the Italian league and sitting at the top. And the mm. fact that we gave them a hell of a game um, says a lot. And, and, you know, that's about... I think that that fits into to Brendan's planning more, though, that teams that come on to us and we play on the break um, doesn't work against the lesser teams, to be honest. Mm. Um, yeah, I could, I could take that, Andrew. Yeah, I, I, You know, I'd, obviously I'd struggle to do this show, which would be a bind. Um, but, you know, I'd have you to... get less money at Barcelona, the state they're in, mate. <laughs> You don't get any from this. Terry Fuller says here the joke today. It, oops, that's the wrong one. Smack says, "Do you think the team that starts better wins, or is this a game that could go either way to the second half?" Mm. I think we're Leicester this season, um, Craig. It's always been a tale of two halves, hasn't it? I think so. I think I, I spoke a couple of weeks ago that um, he. Brendan seems to be looking at the squad and looking at 90 minutes um, rather than the starting uh, 11. You know, I think he's got in his mind the way he wants the game to go. And that might very well be that you stay in it until Mm. 45 minutes. And if you nick a goal, great. But then he makes tactical changes that turns the game our way. And if that works every week, then that's great. It doesn't work so much when you uh, when you let a second goal in just after half time, like we did at Brighton. Um, mm. But by all accounts, after that, we absolutely battered them, and uh, and we won't yeah. talk about those uh, those three little letters. But um, 
No. <laughs> uh, but, <laughs> you know, so I, I think sometimes I think Brendan just overthinks. Mm. You know, I think I think he, he, rather than just letting the players go out there and express themselves and play, I think I think in a modern game, you can overcoach players. You put too much information into their heads and they're, they're thinking about, OK, when this happens, I've got to be here. When that happens, I've got to track him back. I've got to do this and the other. Whereas in, in, in years gone by, I think under Cloudy, I was somebody just touched on there that we won the league with 4-4-2. I don't think there was a lot of tactical uh, brilliance going on there. I think he ha had a team that he knew would do a job and he put them on the pitch and let them play. I was going to say, was football simpler under Martin O'Neill than it is mm. under Brendan Rodgers? I think so. I think, I think we've allowed ourselves to um, just coach... You know, it's become a tactical, over-tactical game, to be honest. And you and you see, that's probably why there's not many um, uh, sort of avant-garde players like, you know, Jack, even Jack Grealish, you can see, has lost a little bit for me since he's gone to Man City. He gets the ball and he seems to try, want to dart inside every time. Whereas at Villa, he would pop up wherever he wants. He would get the ball. He would just run at mm -hmm. players. I think it's being coached out of them, you know, that uh, the the just go out and do yourself. You know, they're like going back to, you know, mm. the likes of Ginella and Chris Waddle, where you just say, get the ball to them and let them do something. Yeah. Now it's all about what, what do you do when you don't have the ball? And I understand you have to defend, but it just seems to be a little bit over tactical for me, football these yeah. days. Um Going back to the form here, uh, Burnley's form, and I, I hopefully Dan's still watching because we're going to be coming on for the one to watch in a minute. But if he is, I apologise for bringing this graphic up. But it it, it doesn't look good. I mean, the, in the basement battle, they they even let me down, and, and when they lost to Arsenal, mm. uh, thanks Burnley. Um, mm. Liverpool, well, again, you know they were they went a goal down. Sorry, Everton. Sorry, they went a goal down, and absolutely. Mm came back at Burnley and Burnley yeah. and Dan was admitting yesterday just have no plan B and we say that sometimes about Brendan but Sean mm. Dice seems to have one um uh, plan and let's face it it's got him a, it's got him a new four-year contract yeah. uh, they've managed to get a point off Leeds they lost to Liverpool which might be a given for them and lost to Brighton so it has been a horrendous start to the season you know even by Burnley standards because in fairness you know, we're looking at that and we're looking on the, on the one point and the one-off bottom. Um, and they'll probably you know, be thankful that Norwich got promoted last Ooh. season to, to keep them up there in that position. But, you know, they've, they've had some good years. They were, they were, let's be honest with you, in our position a few years ago, they playing were. in the Europa League. They were, you know. And I think I think the thing is, isn't it, that, that, that teams develop. And I think Burnley have been held back a little bit by the lack of investment. Obviously, they have new owners. Um, so investment starting to come in. I think that allowed them to pick up one or two players in the in the recent window uh, that will make a difference. And I think it's it's going to be interesting, to be honest, to see how Sean Dyche copes with having some money um, mm. and being able to go out and and buy a bit more flair, as it were, uh, not as much flair as is in your trousers, but. Um, but a little bit of on-pitch flair. You'd be surprised um, what's in my trousers, Greg. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you've, yeah. Um, but I think 
you know, it's it's a you know we talked about it being a challenge for Brendan. It's definitely a challenge for for Sean Dyche now that he's got a long term contract. He's got new owners who are prepared to back him. The team has to develop because you you you've got to start getting in some some better players. So it's going to be. I think it's going to be a year of transition for for Burnley. It'll be interesting to see what they do in the January window. Um, but I think he's got to find that 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 blend. And I think a few teams have have gone down that route, and it's it's been a struggle for them. Um, but you know, for the sake of football and the fact that the smaller clubs and and, and no offense obviously dan you know burnley is a, is a smaller club in terms of its stature and finances it's nice that they can actually hang around in the premier league for quite a while and it's not all about mm. money but um it'd be interested to see what he does sean yeah it will be indeed and um we'll look at the uh the, the season so far, straight after this. It's the Premier League preview show with Chris and Craig on Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube, Facebook and Twitter. So, um, not not great stats for, for either of us, to be honest with you. Um, 12th against 19th. Uh, we've won two. They haven't won any. They managed to get the one draw. They've lost one more than us, but only the one more. Uh, away goal, oh, sorry, average goal scored per match. I mean, you know, when you look at our team now, when you look at that, is one. Mm. And, you know, you could argue we won the league 1 0, 1 0 uh, toward, you know, in the latter yeah. half, but that needs to improve, doesn't it? Definitely. And I think it's the. Um... The number of chances created isn't great as well. I, I, I can't say help... that. Yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, I I can't help looking that um, that Burnley's position and stats there very closely match uh, Dan in the quiz table. But uh, that's another <laughs> that's another point. Um, you you don't have a dig often, but my God, when you do, that spade goes in a long way. <laughs> I know you can take it. I know you can take it. Um, but yeah, it's it's the number of chances uh, that we're creating is the issue for me. You know because. Mm. Uh, we, we still, I mean, Wolves are going through a dodgy period at the minute. They can't finish, but they're creating a hell of a lot of chances. We know yeah. with the players that we've got in that squad, if we create more chances, we're going to finish some of them. So that's the, the issue at the moment, you know. And the mm. second half of that, or the last 30, 35 minutes of the Brighton game, we created a hell of a lot of chances, you know. Um, and that's the issue. We didn't do it again against Millwall. We didn't create a lot of chances. I don't think. I think we had one shot um, mm. off target in the first half. So he's got to do that. We've got to get back to creating chances, and, and he's got to get that blend right somehow. I mean, like you say, I mean, chances created per match, and we with our squad a naught point six, which is you know compared to Burnley, who are at the bottom haven't had a, a win yet. And they're 1.6. And our biggest yeah, win is a 2-1 win. It, it just doesn't read, give you know, read excitingly, does it? It's not. And, um, you know, we could have been on six points in a very, very different way. You know, who's to say that if we'd have gone out a bit more gung-ho, we wouldn't have had, you know, at least six points. So... If you're going to play this style of football, this possession football, and and possession is your main thing, you've got to get results on the back of it. You know, you can't mm. do this and not be creating chances because it's at, it, literally it will be pointless. 
indeed so um <laughs> just i'm just looking because i think dan's gone he's going to watch a boxing match tonight in accrington this <laughs> is uh this is his brother-in-law uh, so good luck um yeah, it's a bit it's a, it's a bit like watching millwall versus talking to somebody <laughs> boxing millwall match. versus anybody you well, exactly exactly I don't, I don't i didn't hear of anything last night or the other night so i presume maybe the glaziers uh as in, as in the window repairers, mm. not the uh, Man United owners. The Glaziers had a quiet night, but I think, they were just, all, I think they were all bored to sleep. Yeah, probably. And Dan, just let you know, thoughts are with you, mate, with your with your news recently. So hope that all works out well. But one to watch that you've picked mm. out here, and you were say you were saying that uh, if Dan was still in, what what would he think about this? Um, he actually. I'm going to lie to you. I'm going to admit to you why I'm saying this. He's picked the same player from Burnley, right, okay. Maxwell Cornet. So he would have agreed had he still been here and not going to be an offer to Millwall. Um, yeah. Tell tell us about this. I, I haven't. He's a new signing. He is a new, he is a new signing. Um, they picked him up from Leon, um, so he's got decent pedigree, um, and he cost them fifteen mil, uh, fifteen million euros. Which is a is a decent signing for for Burnley. Um, mm. He's he's twenty four. He's a a left wing back. Left can be a left winger, but I think he's predominantly has been played uh, as a, as a wing back or an attacking wing back. Played for mm. every um, age group for France, from under sixteen under uh, to to under twenty ones, and then switched allegiance to uh, the country of his birth, which is um, the Ivory Coast, or as you would call them. Cote d'Ivoire. Uh, of course, Chris. I would. Uh, played with, twenty-two with my, times with my links with Ryan Bertrand. Of course, exactly. <laughs> so I played twenty-four, uh, twenty-two times for them. Very energetic player, very direct. I I would liken him to Pereira um, mm. for, for, from uh, for us, in that he's strong in the tackle, but he loves to get forward. puts in a puts in a great cross. But he hasn't made a league start yet. Um, he was involved in two of the goals um, that they scored in the Carabao Cup the other night. So it may be, you know, again, it could be one of those where Burnley players are now expecting him to start uh, the game. But mm. then we, we've expected Ian Acho or Patson Dacker or Samari to start games and they haven't been. So, so Sean is um, bedding him in slowly, shall we say. But I think the fact that he got a start in the Carabao Cup uh, and, and had a really strong game, and he was the guy that everybody seemed to be talking about. I think he may get his get his uh, his start. And interestingly enough, because he plays down the side um, where the they, I can't remember his name now. That their, their other uh, best player that they've got plays down that left hand side as well. Uh, so it could be a could be a tough time for Ricardo or uh, Castagna, whoever plays down that right side. Mm. Um, but he, he looks he looks an exciting uh, prospect for sure. I think I, I think as I said, Dan was uh, was excited by his purchase and his performances. It would be an understatement. So yeah, yeah. I think you've hit uh, the right one there. Um, Devils United TV, uh, Maisie, how the devil are you? I can say that you see because she's Devils United. Uh, <laughs> get over there, give her a subscribe. Great channel, Man United fan, but she does a lot of general uh, uh, content as well. Worth getting over there and subscribing. Um, we're going to sort of look at a team in a minute, but mm. 
I was saying before about how the start had, had been quite easy. And if we you know, if we, I don't want us to be looking back and, and regretting it. And But when you're looking at the games that we've got coming up, um, you know, you've got, we've got <laughs> the next week, we've got like two games a week. We've got away to uh, Legia Warsaw, mm. then Palace away, which isn't probably going to be as, as easy as I probably thought early on. Then we've got some northern team that whose manager sort of you know doesn't get any further than a semi and it apparently disappoints his wife a lot. And then we've got Spartak Moscow away. We got this is why I think you know Burnley is almost a, a must must win game for us. It definitely is a massive game because you know, I mean, obviously Brendan and, and all the fans, everybody players were were devastated really that we dropped. Um the points against Napoli, which would have put us in a much better position. So we can't we can't go out there uh, to Warsaw thinking of anything other than a victory. Um, yeah. And then, as you say, you know, you want to be going there on the back of a of a morale boosting, um, deary me, um, <laughs> no. a morale boosting victory <laughs> over over Burnley, uh, and then back into a, a tough game at uh, at Palace. So. You know, it's been said before, you know, there are no easy games. And uh, even though, you know, they, these are the teams who are in the bottom half of the table, you know, particularly going away, um, they're going to be tough games. So Palace is always a mm. tough game. Um, and we've been turned over there as many times as we've won. Yeah. So it's, it's, a, it's a big few weeks uh, for the club, and but really also for is. Brendan. Yeah. And I mean, all joking aside... Um, you know, Man United is going to be a massive game because mm. you know a lot of people, a good lot of people, have got them them as as as, as probable winners. To be honest with you, and mm. you know the they've got he who walks on walk water has returned, and mm. you know they've made some big signings, and you know, and I, I, I say I joke about Man United etc. As, as I just did them, but you know. A big season for them, and I think if they are going to do it, it's going to be this season. So those next four games are really as, and that's why, as I, say, I think, doubly why I'm disappointed with where we are with the games that we've yeah. had. Yeah, no, it's, it's a fair point, and as you say, you know, the more you look at uh, the games coming up, then the, the more important this this one is, and hmm. it will be interesting to see um, to see what he does team wise um, and selection based on. You know those who did well against Millwall. Yeah. Talking of that, let's let's have a look at choosing a possible team, and we'll be back Ooh. straight after this. I don't know whether these things work or not. They're not. They're not working at my end. I'll tell you. But, um, so um, we, we we used to do this last season. Um, yeah. we, well, you used to pick a team last season, uh, but I think we're doing it slightly. We're going to do it this season, but it seems to kind of go, quite go well. And mm -hmm. and anybody that's watching, let us know if you agree with our our pick because we're we're going to do it between us, Craig and me. Um, mm -hmm. But first, the first thing of course we've got to do is. Select the formation now. Mm. I quite fancied um, Cameron Diaz, but that's another story totally. 
Um, I went for, um, I think the nearest because they haven't got. Well, I quite like this. This this was the one I think I was going for a four the one diamond, two yeah. one two. Mm -hmm. Because I, I I would like to see him play with two up front against yeah, Burnley. Okay. Uh, would would I mean would you? Let's go. Let's go with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I just think, as I say, looking at that and looking at Burnley, we need mm -hmm. to get at them and we need to sort of get the goals in. Um, yeah. I think we can say. Almost without a doubt, at the you know in goal we're going to be starting with uh, Yukovic, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> I like you because I, I just like the way you say it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not. Why am I saying it wrong? <laughs> I didn't say you're saying it wrong. I think it's one of those that uh, I would go with Yukovic, but Yukovic mm. is he, anyway. Either either way is fine because um, we know it's not going to be him. So um, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, good old Eldin there. You know. I'd like you to close your eyes and try and spell Schmeichel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm getting, I, I'm getting you. He's, he's been with us a few years now. I'm getting a bit easier with that. Yeah. Um, no, I think it's going to be Casper back. I mean, Danny, no, he didn't do anything wrong, did he? But um, no. In fact, Adam had a reasonably good game, and we know he's, you know, had it gone to penalties, uh, he, he's quite good at those. But we, we, we're certainly going to see Schmeichel back, are we not? Yes, I would think so. You know. Yeah. Now then, um, shock horror. <laughs> That's the one we'll probably agree on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's start. We'll go sort of as as if we were if we were Schmeichel. So the left back. Now, uh, again, Luke Thomas didn't do anything particularly wrong, but I would like to see Ryan Bertrand come back into the team. Um, I would agree with you, Chris. I, I think. I, th I think across this back four, we know it's going to be physical. Yeah. Um, so I think I think you've got to be putting Bertrand in there for a bit of experience as well. And you know, he's a is a is what what he's probably classed at his age as a wily old professional. Yeah. <laughs> along the lines of what I call you sometimes. <laughs> but the um. Or Dan's mother, but then that's for the joke for last night. Um, well, I just think as well, when you normally play these teams towards the bottom, you can usually say, right, well, we, we should win and you know maybe we can bring a bit, few of the youngsters in. Yeah. But I just think with the games that are coming up and the way that we've had the season start, we've got to look at this and we've got to really... It's a statement that we're going to make tomorrow, I think, yeah. if, if we do. Um, now, next to Bertrand, for me, I would have uh, Vestergaard. I agree with you again, Chris. Yes. I'm not sure who he is, but they've got a very, very... Well, I think he he, he stand up against Chris Wood because probably he will start, and he does like a goal against us, doesn't he? he does, you know. Yeah. So, um, now then, this is going to be interesting because... Evans is apparently fit enough to come back in. Yeah. But is it too soon for him to have two games so close when he's just coming back? And for that reason, and the fact that he has done really well. And I, if you remember, I wanted to I wanted to drop Soyan Chu when he was struggling early in the season. I said give him a break. Yeah. But like, you know, I think I think since Brendan's moved him over to that right hand side, and as you made the very good point. Um, a few weeks ago, that he's had to go back to just doing the basics. Mm. 
and cutting out all his fancy, you know, Brazilian and Cruyff manoeuvres. For yeah. me, I would not have uh, Evans in there, but I would have Soyuncu. Um, worryingly, Chris, I agree with you again. Um, <laughs> this is getting a little. This is getting a little bit worrying. Can I just say I'm so glad that this is on uh, on tape that I can actually have proof <laughs> that you are agreeing yeah. with me. Is, uh, I think it's it's going to be physical. Uh, now yeah. we know we know Johnny Evans is is a great professional and he can talk the others through the game. But there's a couple of things I I, I am a little bit worried about how much pressure can go onto that uh, that heel. Of, of Johnny mm. Evans. I'm not sure he's got a, a run of games in him anymore. I think he will be used sparingly. And yeah. part of me thinks that may be why Soyuncu was moved across as well, uh, to see mm. whether these these two could form a partnership uh, because Brendan knows that Johnny's not going to get back to his full fitness. So he's mm. going to have to pick and choose games. Um, but I also think Evans... Evans just slows the game down too much for me. And and when we're talking about yeah. getting the ball out, you know, we, we insist on playing out from the back. But if we're going to play out from the back, then we've got to play it out quicker. Uh, and for me, mm. Evans is too liable to not take a risk and, it, and he'll just go side to side. So uh, yeah. for all those yeah. reasons, yeah, I agree with you in Soyuncu. I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to just put throw, throw another... Uh, reasoning on the back of your reasons um, is, and you can never have too many reasons, can you? The fact that you said there um, he hasn't got a run of games in him, Johnny Evans, and you know because of his his heel, uh, how it would hold up, and I probably have to agree a hundred percent with you on that, and which is why I think if he's going to play Evans, it might be against Warsaw. I agree for that yeah. bit of experience over there. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, I must admit, I'm, I'm not au fait with Warsaw and uh, and whether no. they've got any speedy attackers. If they are, if they have got fast attackers, that may be an issue as well because we saw Evans get caught out um, a lot against um, uh, Napoli. Yeah, um, He was struggling there against Pace. So, again, that's I think that's another thing that... Um, that uh, that uh, Rogers may look at, and it could be that he decides that Warsaw are, are a team that have got a lot of pace up front, Burnley aren't. That he goes mm. down the other way and switches it around that way. But I think he'll yeah. be looking at sort of two game modules almost for, yes. for his centre back pairings. Yes. Um, now then, this this is where we might might disagree, mm. and that's a, an, in the right back position. Um, I think Piera will come back in. Um, yeah. He didn't play f- against um, Millwall. Um, again, so he's had that bit of a rest. And I think, you know, we're very lucky that we've got Piera, we've got Castagna. Mm-hmm. Castagna, as we know, can play either side. Uh, so if anything happens to Bertrand, he's there to fill, to fill in, or if Piera as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think Piera's pace down that right-hand side, he's looked good. When he's when he's played in the last few games, Piera. So, I yeah. for me, I would go for Piera over Castagna for this game. Yeah, um, I would agree again, Chris. Um, I think I think there's more pace. Um, 
Uh, I, th I think Pereira has more pace than Castagna. I, I do like Castagna, and I, Andrew's gone for Castagna there, but he's also yeah. going for Evans. Um, yeah. But I think Pereira. I think Pereira gets forward more. He makes an extra man uh, mm. in attack. But if we're looking at potentially that side being the strongest side for Burnley, particularly if if Cornet plays, um, mm. then I think that recovery pace of Pereira is all important. Yes. Yeah. Now, I think, again, we're going to go for five in a row here because I think we're going to agree on the holding midfielder there, aren't we? Um, yeah, in Hamza Chowdhury. <laughs> yes. yeah. I'm ahead of you, you there, mate. You were ahead of me there, very, very much so, very much so. It's, it's got to be Wolf, hasn't yeah. it? Although I must admit his last couple of performances um, <laughs> I was, I was too telepathic. We've, we've been called a lot worse. We've definitely been called a lot worse, Andrew. Um, Telepathetic. I think yeah. <laughs> that's it. definitely 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 um he has worried me i mean the sending off again was just ridiculous there was no need for that i mean i know it was it was in europe but you know he's sending a player off in the 94th minute that that referee was just sponsored by by clinton's wasn't he but, yeah. uh, i mean but he, he, he was but Players do have to take responsibility, and it was a stupid, mm. stupid thing to do. Yeah. He knows he's on a yes. booking. He knows yeah. there's another player. I think Lookman was ahead of him and won the ball anyway. So I, I, I know he probably went through his head that there's no way I can let him go because we yeah. don't want to lose the game. But, I mean, come on, he was still 50 yards from goal. Um, yes. I, th I thought it was a poor, poor decision by Ndidi. Yeah. Now then, here's where it's going to get interesting. Um, on the left there. Let's 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 try let's try for uh, seven in a row, four, five, six, seven in a row. Had to count them then. Uh, Barnes, are you going for there? I'm not. I'm. I'm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. It depends if those two. Uh, whoever else you put on the right hand side, if they're going to play as wingers, mm. if, they, if they're going to play as wingers, then the center's a little bit exposed. But yeah, you know, it, it could work. Um, I'm not, I'm not sure. Um, so who would honest. you who would you put there? I uh, I would potentially play uh, Luckman down that side, um, down the left hand okay. side. To be honest, <laughs> excuse me. Yeah. I was going to include Luckman in, but um, yeah, we right. can. Yeah. But oh, this yeah. is the thing. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm not. Um, yeah. I mean, I was going to have Luckman there. Yeah. I'll tell. You, I'll tell you what, what. What I was going yeah, to yeah, do. Yeah. Um, put put in um, who you were having in that diamond, Chris, and then we let, can. Let me put. Yeah. Let me put that yeah. diamond, and you can pull me to pieces. So yeah. I'm going to have Harvey Barnes there. I was going to have. I, Perez did come into my thoughts, but I'm going to go for Luckman. Here I'm going to go for Tillemans. Yeah. Give him a bit of a roving role, if you like. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, a bit more up front, but a bit more where, you know, you've got the freedom of the pitch, basically, Yuri, yeah. you know. I don't know if that's what quarterbacks do, but anyway, you know, <laughs> you can uh, play, play around. So that was going to be... My like midfield, if you like, diamond. Yeah. I don't know whether sort of difference you'd go for with that. Um, 
I can say the only thing I was thinking of is maybe that you would put Lookman where Barnes is and maybe play Samari so he can sort of be mm-hmm. a bit of a link. Almost Lookman played as a 10 who could go either side, um, right or yeah. left, as a, as a free roll to just go and find space, uh, essentially, on the break. Just look where the space yeah. is and then go and attack it with his pace. So um, that, that, that would have been the only other way that you've almost got, indeed, he's sitting... Tielemans and uh, and Samare uh, in front of him, and then mm. a free roll almost for for Lookman to just go and exploit space. But um, but I, I mean I, I can't really argue strongly against what you've got there either. No, I mean the only thing I think with Lookman as well, and all joking aside, that sort of I did say, you know, put put him on the pitch against Millwall. I just think. And I, I, I am <laughs> Andrew. Don't you dare say that. I'll bring that up in a minute. Um, but. I, and it's put me off what I was going to say. Let um, me bring this up first, and then I, I'll have a think about what I was going to say because because the shock was uh, where are you going to fit Gazelle in, but we can't we can't fit him in anywhere because we've sold him, haven't we? Yeah, we sold him. So yes. uh, so he's yes. he's playing in Turkey. So yes. um, unfortunately, and get, getting the good stuff in apparently. Um, <laughs> <laughs> did the diamond work last week? I think it did eventually, didn't it? Did we play Diamond last week? Uh, I'm not. I'm not sure he knows what the mm. hell he's playing. To be honest, no. uh, I mean, what did work is when Lookman came on and linked up really well with Pereira. So, um, yes. so that would work with that formation that you got you there. I mean, maybe yeah. we just need to be a little bit more. You know, we've talked earlier about us being more forward thinking. This is certainly more mm. forward thinking that you've got two midfield players there who you want to get forward and support the two that we've got in attack already. So, yes, you know, maybe yes. we just need to, maybe we need to just trust our, our defensive five to defend yeah. and not yes. ask them to do more than that. You know, and I think yeah. sometimes you get so hooked up on the fullbacks need to be yeah. reinforcing attackers. How about they yeah. just defend and allow the attacking players to attack? Yeah, no, I it's a very, very, very good point. And what I was going to say was, I know I was joking about putting Luckman in uh, against Millwall. Uh, mm. I just think with with Luckman, and I, my, my my fear is that I'm building this guy up to be so good. And I thought that was under last season. And I think yeah. I said to you, the problem was that by this point he'd peaked and it was downhill from then on. But I just think Luckman, when he's come on, He's, he's added something to the team. He's he's wanted to get uh, uh, f- go forward. He's not wanted to go sideways. He's wanted to go. You know, he's had a couple a goal disallowed. He's, he's scored a goal. Mm. I just think he's exciting to watch, and we shouldn't stifle that. If we've got a player mm. like that, he's almost, if you like, what Madison should be like. Mm. But and we know that Madison can be, but mm. he isn't, and. Is it Luckman or is it Perez? To me, there's there's no option. I think he'll bring Perez back in because he's available now, unfortunately. But I just I just want to see more of Luckman at the moment. He is exciting me. I, I agree. I mean, the only reason I, I would potentially drop Perez in there is because that's probably what Brendan will do. Um, because, yeah. again, he's all about what players can do off the ball. Yes. He, he seems to think more about what they can do off the ball in terms of getting back into a defensive position uh, than what they can do on the ball. And we know that Lookman's a really exciting player. And he, mm. he, he's one of those who still plays without fear. He doesn't care that he may lose the ball 
two or yeah. three times. Whereas if that happened to Under, you, you notice that Under's shoulders dropped. Whereas with mm-hmm. Lookman, he'll just go again because he believes yeah. in himself. So, yes. uh, yeah, definitely an exciting prospect. I mean, if you got him and Barnes at the peak of their games, just running at players, then that would be a hell of an exciting team. Uh, and well, it would. And I think Barnes, let, you know, Napoli, he got one mate and set one up. Mm. You know, he, yeah. he, he he's almost look, looking back to his form. Uh, and that, like I say, it really, mm. really does excite me. And having the two up front, which we'll come on to now, I think, you know, is, yeah. it, you know, go, goes. I just, I just think it's so so exciting. Yeah, I mean, with say. that formation, you, you could drop Telemans a little bit deeper. So he does do mm. a re- bit of a reinforcement job with Indeed. Yeah. He's, he's, he's like a, a more creative second sitter. And he likes mm. that, you know. Um, but then when they look forward, they've got four players, you know, yeah. and, and I think, you know, we've talked about this with Madison, that when he looks forward, he's never had that. So it would be a little bit unfortunate for Madison if all of a sudden we go to this formation and he's the one who misses out. But as I said before, you know, Brendan has to make some tough choices, but he does. This he would does. And why this have would be an exciting lineup? Yeah. Why have these um, attacking players and not use them? You yeah. know, that's the question. And I would love to know. Samari is very much a box-to-box player. So, mm-hmm. he, you know, he's got that defensive role in, in him as well. But then for me, if I'm going to drop Samari in, in a league game, I'm dropping either Indeedy or I'm mm-hmm. dropping Tillemans. And I don't yeah. know if I can do that to no, accommodate him at the moment, you know. I agree. I think if we can, if we can get control of the game, then again, mm. Samari is a great player to to bring on and maintain that control if you're one or two goals up. Yes. And for me, that formation as well is going to get at Burnley. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we don't want to let them into the game, if you like, because, yeah. you know, they're going, they're going to be looking for the points more than us. Now, as I say, I know that Perez will almost certainly come back in tomorrow. Even Madison, you know, whether... Whether Madison is undroppable, whether Perez is undroppable, you know, we, we, we could argue. I don't think any player should be undroppable, but mm. this is the team that, that we would go for. Um, now, up front, I think we've got to go for Vardy, haven't we? I mean, I'd like to say Daka, but mm. because... Well, let me put let me put both of them in there, um, because I think it's if we're going to have Inacho on there, and yes, he's obviously played with, with Daka the other night, but I just think those two together did so well at the end of last season. Yeah. They've got the understanding already that probably Inacho and Daka hasn't. And and Jamie's had a rest as well. He didn't play midweek. He didn't even travel yeah, down. So you know what happens there is you know I think I think those two like um, almost working the other way. So I think I think they have a natural instinct. So Vardy would drift left. Inacho mm. would drift right. Uh, which means they're both coming inside on their stronger feet. But also what that creates is that hole for Tielemans. And we saw that a few times last season when he was playing mm. that formation, that you had Iheanacho, you had Vardy. They're both up front, but they both pull wide. And very often they take two players away, which leaves a hole for Tielemans to stride through. And he mm. did that a few times. I remember particularly in the in the Man U Cup game where he went forward and, and smacked one into the bottom corner because those two players are occupying the centre half on their side and the fullback. And so unless they've got a switched on defensive mid, then it creates a space for them. So, you know, it could work all round that. 
Neil, welcome along. Leicester City site beyond the 90. Uh, get over there, give them a sub and a like as well. It's a, always great to have other Leicester channels popping on. Uh, I think, I think to be honest with you, I think um, uh, Craig answered your question there, yes. <laughs> Neil. <laughs> Very much so. Um, and we were having Tielemans in this roaming role, really, weren't we? Mm. Where he can he can play. Um, well, he's got no limitations on where he can go. And As I say, you know, you've got. You've got a player like Tillemans, like you say, that yeah. we know what he can do when yeah. he's released to do it, you know. Yeah. And sometimes, and you made this point earlier, does Brendan, as a manager, wring this individualism, this excitement, this flair out of players mm-hmm. to, to, to have the... And we play nice tippy-tappy football, mm-hmm. but, you know, it, it's... You do get the feeling with Brendan, it's more about structure, formation, and possession, rather than yeah, flair and uh, and just playing with. I, I mean, the, the I would say the most exciting team to watch in the Premier League at the moment is West Ham. Yeah, because they play the yeah. way that I would like us to play. Yes, we've got better players than West Ham, but they're given that freedom to just mm-hmm. get on the ball, get it forward, get it into the players who can make something happen. Yeah. And then go and support them. You know, they yeah. have a, a solid back line, you know, nothing mm-hmm. amazing. They have Declan Rice who sits in there. And then their version of, of Tielemans is probably uh, Ben Rama now. They've got Suchek who adds a little bit more in there as well. But they, they're confident enough. And, and I think Moyes would be almost not accepting, but he knows that there may be games where they're going to concede two or three. But he backs his forward players to go and score three or four. Yes, he does. He does. Um, Neil says his Barnes coming back to form. I think. I think we saw against Napoli that um, that he is. To be honest with you, I think. Um, I think he, he. You know, he's taking his time, but I think now. You know, he he is back. Scott says here. Um, good evening, Scott. How the devil are you, Hi, sir? Welcome along. Um, Hope you're both well. As much as I agree with this lineup, frankly, think Perez will start and probably Madison. Well, yeah, but this isn't for what what we've done this different this time. And obviously, what you weren't in when we brought this up, but we're actually going for the team that we want to play rather than the team we think Brendan will play. Because, yes, if we pick the team that we think Brendan will play, as Craig said earlier, you're going to see Perez in there almost undoubtedly. And possibly Madison. Um, and, you know, I love Madison. I, I, I think he's, you know, you know, you just just keep going back to that Man City game last season and that goal he scored. That's what he can offer. That's what he can bring to a game. But unfortunately, at the moment, he's not bringing it to the game. And but I just, you've got, you've got to go on form, I'm afraid. I think, I, I, think I think Madison is a victim of just what we've talked about before, about Brendan instilling in his players that you have to think about the defensive side of the game as well. Mm. And, you know, we've seen this with players down the years, not just our players, but lots of players. If they're given a free reign to actually go and play, then they can express themselves. If Madison's half of Madison's thinking is, well, if I go and make that run, I won't be in position if the ball breaks down and then I'll get a bollocking Mm. for it. Yeah. If you're going to play Madison, you've got to give him a free role. And that's basically what he had against Man City. He was up mm. there picking the ball up sort of 25 yards from goal and making things happen, not p- 
pushed out wide on the right and then he's got to track a fullback or whatever. That's not Madison's game. And I think, no. you know, I think Brendan's doing him a disservice. Good evening, Anthony. Thanks for joining us. How the devil are you? Uh, Arsenal fan, he beat them last week, uh, but we never keep a clean sheet. We don't. You're quite right. And uh, they do well with set pieces. We don't necessarily do well with set pieces, but hopefully mm. with Vestergaard in the back four, that might change. Um, forgive me if I've already asked you this, because I wrote it down, and I'm not sure whether I actually asked you or whether we, we sort of went off on a different track. But are we now seeing what I would call the Liverpool Brendan, mm. where he's got that many good players that he doesn't know what to do with them, if you like, you know? And... Um, potentially, although I, I I think that Liverpool team was pretty much picked itself most weeks. Um, mm. You know, you got Suarez up front. I think he had Coutinho. And he had Gerard, and I think, to be honest, if you got those three, doesn't really matter what you put around him. Um, no. uh, and it was only the fact that uh, that Gerard went out in his slippers accidentally in that game against Chelsea um, mm -hmm. that they lost the league. Yes. To be fair, that and yeah. then you know, um, you know, there was early signs of the Brendan Bottler when uh, mm. against Crystal Palace when they lost. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I, I think for me, there's still. You know, Brendan is almost like fated as this um, next superstar manager. But for me, he still has questions to answer as mm. to whether he can get the best out of players. Yeah, he can develop players and he can get them to keep the ball. Can he get them to go and express themselves and play to their full potential? I think we'll know a lot more about Brendan by the end of the season. Yeah. Bcom, good evening. How the devil are you? He 100% agrees with us. Scott, um, it's awkward when you come in late because we, we've covered these points, but you do make the point there. You'd have Sumari and uh, KDH in there, Kieran Jewsby Hall. Yeah, good shouts. And obviously football is all about opinions. What we were saying with the choice that we've gone for um, is purely the fact that it's not a must-win game because we said it wasn't a must-win game for us. It probably is for Burnley, but we need to win this game. You know, we mm. need um, the confidence. This is Burnley, and I say no disrespect to Burnley, but they are one off the bottom. They've only got one point this season so far. We've got some tough games coming up, and we need to start winning games. And, you know, those guys have got the experience um, to, to do that for us. Uh, Anthony says he's fine. He won 450 quid on Wednesday uh, with Leicester being one of the two. You keep rubbing that in, Anthony. You keep nice. rubbing that in. Where, where's our share? Hmm. Well, where you was the did, did he put the tip in the uh, on the Facebook page? I'm going to say, oh, he didn't. But also, if you're watching on YouTube, well, you are watching on YouTube, Anthony. Uh, there's a little S at the bottom with like, like a dollar sign. Click on that and you can make a donation to Leicester till I die. So, Maybe not the full 450 quid. I will accept that. Maybe 400. But feel free to share some of your winnings around. As, of course, we would the same with you as an Arsenal fan. <laughs> that little S. Press that little S button. Um, and, of course, anybody else who wishes to support us. Um, time, to, time to end, but we can never end without guessing what the score is going to be. Um, and I, I, it, following on from the fact that we've agreed with each other for most of that team. 
I think this is probably the most we've ever got on, Craig. I think um, so. Probably right. Yes. <laughs> this is how the scores are looking on the doors for the X-Foxes and myself this week. I have gone for 3-1 to Leicester because I do believe we do concede goals. We do concede goals from set pieces. Uh, like I said, hopefully Vestergaard is going to help us cut that out. Um, but So I think we will concede, but I think we will get a few goals. Uh, it could possibly be more. So I've gone I've gone for Craig's famous 3-1. Um, <laughs> Marshy, Ian Marshall, and even Steve Linick, so who always goes against Leicester, and Ian Marshall have all gone for 2-0. Uh, and Steve Walsh and Jerry Taggart have both gone for 2-1. And Jerry, I hope you're enjoying your holiday in Turkey, mate. I'm not jealous at all. So, but uh, in, enjoy it. Don't get don't get stuffed, as they say. But Craig, what what are you going to uh, go for? Because I pinched your three one. Yeah, you have stolen my three one. Um, I've got a sneaky feeling, and and I always go with the same score that I've put in the the long ball predictions um, game. So I, yeah. I, I will I do stick with that. Yeah. Um, you've not. <laughs> Well, I, I like to think that if if I mix it up a bit, then I can at least come round and go. Well, I was right, but you don't know which one I was right. On. That's, that is true, but that that tells me that you haven't got the courage of your convictions, Chris. You're just edging <laughs> Probably, your bets. I would agree with you now, definitely. Yeah. Um, so I've gone with the score that I've put in there, and I think I'm going to go for a repeat of last season, four two, four two. Wow, really, um, really. Bold, bold statement there. Um, Scott is asking you, Craig, do you think mm. that whoever doesn't play on Saturday will play on Thursday? I think he will definitely be more defensively minded on Thursday to try and grind out a victory. Um, yeah. so it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me to be honest. Um, uh, if those players, but I think, I think for me, I think the undroppables in this team are Indeedy and Tielemans out of any mm. midfield. I think it's just a case of who he plays around them, whether it's yeah. one up front, whether it's two up front. But for me, that axis of Indeedy and Tielemans, I don't think he drops at all. They may get taken off, but I don't think mm, no. he drops them. I think it's but, who he plays around it. But it wouldn't surprise me if uh, it wouldn't surprise me if Samare and um, and, uh, and and Perez play in that game. Yeah. Also, I think as well, you can say indeed Ian Tillemans are undroppable. Mm. I think, yes, they are. I agree. Again, I agree with you, but you know, but I think because they're consistently on form. Yeah. Something that Perez and something that definitely mm. Madison isn't. So, yes. And I think, you know, we've, we looked earlier, Scott, and we said, you know, we've got uh, Burnley, then we've got Warsaw, then we've got Palace, then we've got whoever the other one is, Moscow, Man United, all coming yeah. up, the two two games a week. So, yeah, we've got a big squad. We've wanted a big squad for mm. ages. We've got that depth now. We, we, we've got to start using it, you know. And uh, don't forget, everybody, that um, just going back, we, we have a bit of fun. We, we're guessing the scores here. And and as always, I've got to say thank you to the ex-players for, for joining me on this. Keep up with how the table's doing if you really, really have to, because I'm not doing very well this season. But if you do want to check out how the table's looking with those, lestertillidie.com uh, forward slash um last game and you see the table up there um but we've also got the long ball which is uh, a bit of a 
like a like a super six. It, it's you know you don't have to sort of pick your teams. It's not fantasy football. It's just a score prediction game. We're only six games in, so you can still join. Uh, go to the longball.net, sign up. It's free. There's no charge, no weekly fee or anything like that. It's just fun. Ian Marshall helps run it, so it's got the Leicester connection. He's in our table as well. There's a Leicester City group and then there's the Leicester Till I Die group. Ian Marshall's in our group. And we're only five or six games in. I, I've missed a week. Craig's missed a week. A few people joined later, so it is still all to play for. And I am doing, I'm going to admit, I don't know about you, Craig, I am doing a bit of a Leicester City here because I was second up until this week and I've dropped down to fourth. Yeah, well, as you know, that I didn't, uh, I didn't put any scores in at all last week and I didn't put in uh, I joined it a week late as well, so basically I've I've missed two weeks uh, and I'm only four points behind you. So, you know, read into that what you will. Read into that that you know a hell of a lot more than I do, Craig, and I will not deny that at all. Craig, as always, sir, it's been a pleasure. I presume you're going tomorrow. I will be there. Who couldn't miss uh, watching Burnley play live? I know. Do me fact, I was just saying to Dan, and because um, obviously there's this huge rivalry with Blackburn. I can remember, and I went to one. It was a night game, I think, or it was it was dark. I mean, when we came out, but all the coaches, Burnley coaches, were lined up, and of course, at that part of the stadium, because the coaches are there, you've got a lot of police there. So me being brave, because a lot of the police were there, I think the song I was singing was "You're Just a Small Town Near Blackburn." <laughs> as soon as I got further along and the police were getting thinner, I stopped yeah. singing. <laughs> so, yeah. I may surprise me. I may look it, but I'm not totally stupid. <laughs> uh, Chris, uh, Steve, sorry, Scott says, Chris, Steve, quite, let me go through all the names. Uh, has Steve Lyon, it's been a mad one with that prediction. He always backs us to lose. Yeah, uh, but having said that, he got the point against Brighton, so I can't knock him, you know. Mm. Terry, enjoy the book, mate, uh, you, 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 that you got. Read it through. Let me know. What, did you get the Gary one or did you get the Barry one? Gary or Barry, I can't remember. Gaz or Baz, let me know. But I hope it's a good read, mate. Uh, David says, um, I wonder if for... I wonder if for Brendan, the players he uses is more important than the formation we adopt. Uh, just trying to find where the missing spark is so far outside of players who are coming back. That's a, a point, I suppose, isn't it? It is. As I say, I think uh, I, I, I just go back to the point where I think I, I, he asks them to do too much for me. They're, mm. they're, they're being baffled by what they're asked to do in any, any given situation. And you've probably got so much going on in your head that you actually forget to go out and play and enjoy it. Yes, yes. Um, got to say hello to my daughter here, as always, turns up late. Uh, how are you doing, Heather? Um, Hi, Heather. She's after something. She's after <laughs> something. <laughs> but but then again, I think uh, she might be covering all bases here, just mm. in case. <laughs> Craig is okay. Thanks, Heather. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I'll 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 cut you out me well, Heather. But <laughs> hey, have a good time at the match tomorrow. I'm I am very jealous of you that you can now get back to games and get in and see it. Um let's hope we're 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 looking at a win. But enjoy yep. it, sing your heart out for the lads, and um thanks as always for everything you do, Craig, and thanks no. for coming on tonight. It's a pleasure. Cheers, Chris. Bye, everyone. Have a great weekend. Cheers, Greg. You too.
Thanks very much to Craig there. Another great uh, show. He really knows his stuff, unlike me, uh, which is why I have him on. Uh, don't forget, um, we are going to be back on um, Saturday. Yep, sat I've got I've got it for Sunday for some reason, but we're playing Saturday. Oh, I used to be good at that. I used to know what I was doing. Uh, about five o'clock with the post-match show, me and Brad. Uh, let's hope we're going to be talking about three points. Um, and then uh, on Monday night, 7 o'clock, Dan will be joining. It will definitely be X-rated then when Dan comes on. And we'll be looking at the opposition review when we're looking back at the game, warts and all, whether we win or lose. And then don't forget, um, on Tuesday at 9 o'clock, uh, we have got Julian Watts going to be joining us on a regular basis. So it's going to be a weekly show, X on the pitch. I love that. I was so proud of myself when I came up with that. When we'll be looking back at everything uh, Leicester City, playing a bit of a catch up because it's the first one. So um, I probably you can probably guess what we're going to be talking about. But that's on Tuesday at nine o'clock. Be sure to uh, head on over to YouTube. Remember to uh, subscribe and smash that like button. It really, really does help the channel. And if you'd like to donate at all, uh, that little dollar sign at the bottom, and you can make a donation to us. Again, it all helps with the running of the uh, of the channel. Um, Thanks for watching. And also, if you're listening to this, thanks for listening. As always, the podcasts are available about 10 minutes after I come offline. And uh, you can catch us up or you can find us, I should say, on Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Apple iTunes, uh, Anchor, Spotify and Podcast, Ad Podcast Addict. Not easy for me to say. Clean my teeth this morning. Can't do a thing with them. Podcast Addict to name just a few. Thanks very much. Have a good weekend. If you're going down to the King Power, stay safe and um, have a good time. And uh, we shall see you um, see you after the match. Good night now. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Be sure to watch Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Thanks for watching Leicester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. suggestions or feedback head over right now to twitter and facebook and like share and get involved join us next time Podcast Network. It's the 90th minute.
or your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.